Hello, we are back with episode four of A Youthful Take Podcast. I'm so I'm, I'm Sam Greenberg. And I'm Jack Salford. And let's get into the news for the week. As in any slow news week, Donald Trump will be the main headline. Uh, Jack, what happened? What happened? Trump's fourth uh, legal suit, his third criminal suit. Um, to recap his first three, he had the hush money with Stormy Daniels. Manhattan. Where was that? Manhattan. He had his classified documents in Mar-a-Lago. Where was that? Florida. And he had his civil suit with Eugene Carroll. That's, I don't know where that is, but it doesn't matter. All right. And Trump was indicted on four federal charges for his role in conspiring to overturn the January 6th, or to, no, to overturn election. the election on January 6th. Exactly. He incited a riot. One could say incited allegedly. a coup. Allegedly. Allegedly incited a coup. He allegedly incited a riot. Uh, Jack Smith also named six co-conspirators, the main one being Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Sam, what's your take on this? Well, at this point, I don't think there's anything that can make Trump's political base stray away from him. No matter how many indictments, honestly, it's going to be a long process. I think he will end up going to jail, but it's going to be a long, drawn-out process. Even if he's in jail, no one that voted for Trump or few people, well, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but most people that voted for Trump in the 2020 election, I believe, if you voted for Trump then, there is... No way you turn your back now. You, if you're already down a rabbit hole. It's got to be an ego thing, right? They don't want to admit they're wrong. I mean, it's easy for no me. No one likes it's easy to, for admit me to say. Wrong. It's easy for me to say. Obviously, it's far more, probably for most Trump voters, far more complicated than that. But at this point, if you're, you can't admit you're wrong. So you, I feel you'd find a way to, oh, it's a witch hunt the deep mm, state yeah. is throwing these allegations on Trump. It's not real. None of this is real. It, it's gone into that point. It's it, easier to buy into what makes you comfortable, right? Exactly. And it, so, yeah. And if his base will find whatever. Makes and I don't think Trump is going to stop running. He's going no. to run for president in twenty twenty four. If he's in prison, I don't know if he wins the primary at that point. But I think I, the primary president. will take place before he. Yeah, if it w- it w- it'll take place it would take before place he's if he tried. even goes to prison. Yes. Take place before that. Um, but yes. the the general election, I see no way he wins if he's in prison. But also, what other country would take the United States seriously if our president is a, a prisoner? Yeah, this is bars. unprecedented. That's, obviously, he wouldn't be in a. Uh, I don't know what you would like, like a. Historical with classic prison. He's not going to be behind oh, bars. Oh, no. He's going to go to like... Some, some version of a white collar. He's going to go to the Wolf of Wall Street prison. Exactly. Remember that? Yeah. That he's going to be on house arrest or something like that. But he's not going to be behind bars. But he still could be a felon, a criminal, which I don't know how... Maybe he's in prison, but I doubt that. I don't know how another country takes us seriously. Especially Russia or China. I like, don't know how we take ourselves seriously if we let if that happens. This yeah, I don't know if we can consider the United States the best country in the world anymore. Yeah, I mean, you kind of put it how I would say it here, but um, I don't have much to add. Just that I, I think it's good that Mike Pence has come out and said he would. He said the other day he would testify if they wanted him to because. He said Trump was asking him to put Trump over the Constitution, and Pence would never do that. I really respect Pence for doing I've, that. Yeah, I've actually. seen some. I've seen some 
clips of Pence like town halls recently. Yeah. Where people like Trump supporters go there and press him. Yeah. Like, and they press like, him. get in his he, face he about why he didn't puts... overturn the election results. Yeah. In on January sixth, and it's just ridiculous. Like, the, people are going up to at Pence's rallies and town halls. Trump supporters are going up and pressing him, getting in his face about not turning it over. The election over. Unbelievable. And then he puts it. He he fights back with them, and he eloquently puts why he didn't. You know? I know. He, um... I, I, I respect him for that. I've, he's earned my respect for that. I, I would not vote for him. I would not go to dinner with him because I don't think he would be a fun dinner. Not be a fun guy to interact with. But I do respect him in that regard. Yeah, I think I that's it for that. Alright, let's move on. Moving on. Um, in... Who just got five years in prison, Sam Greenberg? Um, so, <laughs> no, I don't know how to say that, but, um, as you, as everyone recalls, George Floyd incident, not incident, but uh, tragedy. Killing. Yeah, murder. Um, I think all four, or at least two of the officers involved have, are in prison or have yes. been sentenced. With Derek Chauvin obviously has decades, that happened a while ago, but now a, another officer, let's I don't know his name. I forgot his name. Yep. But, but let's. But he got five years. He in prison. five years in prison for his role. I don't think he actually inflicted any force upon George Floyd, yeah, but I don't he think was he, he was a conspirator. He was, a he, was a, he he held there was a crowd of onlookers that were trying to help, and he kept telling them back and arguing with them and saying, "I mean, if you're preventing dozens of people from helping in a man's yeah. death, then it's." You got to be considered a conspirator. So yeah, he didn't do anything to. I can understand if someone is against that because it. it's like if he didn't inflict any force. But if I just recently, I just watched the video back again and it does not look good at all. I think I can't even watch that video. It's actually it does not. I mean, like I even if even it's just it. it's just the man, it's just the officer facing a crowd of people who are trying to help. It, it just looks terrible on yeah, his part. Honestly, so I can five years is very justified. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to add. It's terrible. I mean, yeah. He didn't Still. do anything to help Floyd, so I don't see why people would think he's innocent. He definitely... But like you be, said, he was be, holding people back. That's going to be very controversial, though, no matter what. I could go look on Twitter Obviously, and, in 10 minutes from now, and it's going to be... Uh, I've seen a million Obviously, things. it's going to be controversial on Twitter. Everyone has a but even, crazy take on Twitter. Know, Fox News will say something about it, yes, obviously. of course. But, yeah, but that's, that's about... About it. There's um. Oh yeah. In other news. Finally, women's World Cup took place is taking place currently, and I think there's some controversy that I've seen on the internet around the U.S. women's national team. They uh, recently got yeah. eliminated to Sweden. Yep. Penalties, heartbreaking. Yes, they did. But I think a lot of people are. I don't know. Mixed. I'm not, but a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. People, uh, particularly conservatives, aren't a big fan of Megan. <laughs> not, yep. Aren't a big fan of Megan Rapinoe in the women's national team because of their uh, liberal stances in the past few years. Yeah, I like her. She's cool. All right. Quick technical difficulties. Back to Megan Rapinoe. So, pretty controversial, particularly among conservatives, because. She did not play great in the World Cup. She missed her penalty, and I think conservatives in America are using this as an excuse to uh, clown on her for her failure. 
I don't know if you call it failure, but her, yeah, I guess failure in the World yeah. Cup. They like for to, political to reasons. To blame. For yeah. political reasons, which I don't know the feel. I just I just keep seeing that over and over again. Not I think it's become pretty mainstream. Not I don't know if you can call it mainstream because it's all on the internet. Like yeah, I saw a TikTok that's like Megan Rapinoe World Cup highlights, and they only showed her her bad <laughs> highlights. I just think. Like is like in any like in athletics, there's gonna be players that have bad. I mean, bad yeah. games, bad, bad times, and I think I don't have a problem with her. I'm in, I'm indifferent. Yeah. On Megan Pino, but definitely, definitely a I mean, lot of hate coming her way. Yeah, I don't follow women's soccer that much, but I don't not like her. You know, I I respect her because she's an athlete. She yeah, works she's hard. She's won two World Cups. She's yeah. She's a. She's, she was on the best team in the world and representing our country, you yeah. know, and she, she fought for women's yeah, like, rights. It's easy for someone to shit on, I don't know if I'd say that, but to clown on someone <laughs> uh, from their couch while someone's out there. On Twitter. On exactly. a, playing yeah. in the World Cup. Exactly. Even if it is women's sport, obviously. Very big achievement to be there. Yes. Five. Okay. All we'll right. catch you with the interview. See you in a sec. Hello, we yo, are yo. here with Jonah Schweitzer for episode Jay Schweitz. Um, episode four interview. Jonah Schweitzer is a classmate of Jack and I at Brentwood School. Our good he friend. He is academically renowned. Wow, I very accomplished student. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to bring him in to discuss his political opinions, his takes, because as Jack and I, it's pretty clear that we're both liberal on the political spectrum. And Jonah, we have an understanding that he has a bit different set of views. So we wanted to ask him, uh, ask him about his opinions, his takes, and as a young person and why he has his opinions. It's important for all the listeners listening. It's important to have multiple views on an issue. Exactly. Okay? We felt like it's important to have different perspectives. We have had a bit of a liberal, uh, liberal. I don't know side so far. So we're going to mix yeah, it up today. Totally. Jonah, thank you for being here. I appreciate you guys having me on. Give yes, me the opportunity. Sir. Let's get started with an easy one. What is your political affiliation? So my political affiliation, I tend to be um, more conservative. But I'd say my political affiliation stems more from like a fiscal side. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not like super versed in a lot of social issues. And okay. it's not really my expertise, but... I tend to be more conservative with a focus on fiscal conservatism. And what about your parents? My parents, um, I'd say they're very similar. They have very similar political views to mine. Um, my dad in particular, um, he's got pretty fiscally conservative views working in finance. It seems like that's pretty inherent. And then my mother, um, she has relatively conservative values um but we all tend to be sort of open-minded and you know like i feel like in today's day and age um 
you see a lot of partisan politics like dividing the world and what they've imparted on me is just to be very open-minded and you know hearing everyone's opinions is just as important as your own thank you it's um, a mature take right there i just want to preface this really quick i forgot to say it in the intro jonah is 16 years old going into 11th grade so he is a studious young man it's our theme to say the least this man is All right. Once again, I appreciate it, guys. Let's continue. <laughs> um, so you did discuss your, um, your parents' views along with yours. Kind of, I want to dive deeper into that because I think it's important. A lot of kids our age form their viewpoints. Highly influenced of, by. It's a very good way to put it. Are highly influenced by what their parents say. A lot of our friends, I'm sure you could think of, are exactly like that. So... I want to ask, to what extent do your views align with your parents? And do you feel like you formed your viewpoints on things because of something, like, because of the news they're watching or because of your own research? Well, when it comes to a political standpoint, you know, my parents, just like me, they aren't, like, crazy involved in politics. You know, they're not, like super involved in every little social issue. Okay. But, um, I'd say it's kind of half and half. Like, over the years I've kind of developed my own political views based on, you know, what I believe is rational within the world, which is, you know, kind of the way everyone develops a political view at some point. But also, like, naturally when you're young, you know, your brain is so moldable. And... I feel like, you know, parental influence is just inherent in your growing up and your childhood, and it definitely does play a role, and I think, on everybody, whether they see that or not. It's it's the ability to accept it. Accept that you'll be influenced. Right, exactly. And then build off that, rather than deny it. Exactly. I agree. Um, Building off that... What are some other influences on your political opinions, and by chance does your school influence you in that way? Um, I think, interestingly enough, I think my school has actually, like, influenced my views in, like, an opposite manner. Um, I think, I think, like... Why is that? I think the school has such a... A strong, you know, I, th- I think the school, I mean, being in Los Angeles, being in more of a liberal hub, I feel like the school has definitely taken on a strong bias towards that side of the political spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's interesting to be, you know, someone with an opposing view. And I think it makes school that much more interesting to go in and not, you know, not necessarily agree be with, with the everything. majority. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it makes it, I think that's definitely influenced me, to, you know look at the other side and, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, take on some of those viewpoints and really develop that sort of mindset. Yeah. I think, like, when it, in, in where, when I'm saying this, like, if you look at both political arguments, like, both are going to make general sense, like, in on both sides of the spectrum. You know, a thesis is a thesis, whether it's, you know leaning one way or the other and um people are entitled to an opinion and it's oftentimes really neat to 
look at the other thesis that's, you know, not being preached to you every single day. So, I think school has, you know, sort of an opposite effect on my political affiliation. So, you like that your conservatism is out there in West Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, not I think, out there, but not the I do political like, norm. Yeah, I think that I think that is Yeah, I think it's a really interesting point. Um well, that's interesting because yeah, a lot I of people feel the opposite, feel like they don't right. want to have yeah, different Yeah, a lot of people feel right. you're okay with that. 100%. Um yeah, it's quite dignified of you. Exactly. Some other sources uh you know, I'm not like too big of a news junkie. I was about to say junkie, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I'd say mostly, like, you know, reading articles here and there, looking at, you know, like, obviously things come up in the news that, like, you're going to inherently know about, so it's easy to make informed opinions off of those. But, yeah. Nice. Okay. We're going to get into some... Take it away, Jack. I'm going to do that. Uh, We're going to get into some terms here. Are you... You can answer one word... Or you can elaborate if you would like. Are Sounds you good. socially liberal or conservative? So I think that's an interesting topic. I I'd say I just don't know, you know, enough about the social issues to really declare to a side. Mm-hmm. But I think generally, you know, more of the issues that I'm faced with and I see, actually, I think it's a good mix. Um, yeah. I think there's a good a mix. healthy mix. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a great way to put it. Actually, yep. I think. Thank you. I want to build up that a little bit. This okay. isn't a question, but I often see that uh, political values are split into two sides, like we have here, um, yeah. economic and social. And oftentimes, I feel like the conservatives that I know in Los Angeles, very liberal town, obviously, um, will say, will vote Republican pretty consistently, but they'll say, oh, I'm not, um, I'm not socially conservative. Kind of, I feel like as a way of getting out, I mean, not, like, anyone should be persecuted for their political beliefs if it's within reason, obviously, but I think that a lot of Republicans, especially in a liberal place, to try to, I don't, try to seem more politically mainstream will say, well, I'm not, I'm not socially conservative to make it, to make their case a little bit better, but I see that you don't feel that way, so. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Um, I actually... I do think that's right. I think part of it is also just, like... No, I think you summed it up really well. It's a lot of just, like, external pressure that often has an influence on that. So you yeah. summed it up very well. Continuing awesome. on answer. this theme... Yes. Yeah. To preface this, Schweitz, Jay Schweitz, Jonah, is a big uh, economic guy. He has an internship right now. Mr. Finance. Working yeah. in finance. He... he Yes, sir. You're going to take a Give us one stock year, right? to invest in right now. Oh, yeah. one, one stock, stock. to invest in right now. To our um, abundant listeners. Let's think. Ah, it's actually a very good question. Zoom. I really like <laughs> I really like Eli Lilly right now, the pharma company. Eli Lilly. I think everyone um, invests in Eli Lilly. I think Ozempic and oh. all these obesity drugs are really taking a they're, they're really taking a prominent stance and they could really Dude. be revolutionary America. In impacts. Yep. Invest in um, obesity drugs. Invest in America. Obesity drugs I think they could be revolutionary, especially with an obesity rate as high as yeah. um as high as we have in America. And I think, you know, 
you know, bearing side effects, I think it could, it could really be revolutionary. So yeah. I think the pharma industry in particular, but mm, you got all these, you know, reported earnings today up 15% and it's doing really well. Thank you. Wait, sorry, quick tactical difficulties. We're back. Okay. Oh, so dick- we prefaced the economic a little side note. Prowess yeah. of Jonah. Jonah, are you economically liberal or conservative? Um, I think we know. So I'd say I'm fiscally conservative. Um, I think that, you know, Why? believing in... Well, I think I've been influenced a lot by um, my dad in particular, who's, mm-hmm. you know, worked in finance his whole life. And I think that... It's mainly the idea of lower taxes and simply it's just, you know, lower taxes, less government spending. I think that's, um, you know, two things I really believe in. And I think that people, you know, I believe in the free market and people she know have the ability to, you know, spend their money how they want, Mm -hmm. not have a lot of it taken by the government and, you know... Libertarian esque, in a in a sense, yes. Yeah. I Let's mean, not label it. Let's I'm not, not gonna label it. Libert, I mean, esque. yeah. I think there's definitely that is a libertarianism. That is a I think historic when it comes. I mean, no, I think that's a great point, and I mm-hmm. think fiscal conservatism often is just you know, not, you know, it's 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 like you don't want the government having as yeah. strong of a grasp on your money, and that's you know that's what you yeah. believe. I mean, libertarians are the extreme end of fiscal fiscal conservatism. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I want to get specific. So, do it. for an issue on the uh, political economics, something like I know we can consider healthcare a bit social, but right. in essence, it's pretty economic. Are you in favor of um, free healthcare in general? Um. As because that would make that right. would raise taxes. No, I, as I a result. understand that. I actually think healthcare system in this country is actually kind of messed up right now, mm-hmm. and I do think it is a broken. Um, it's a good take right there. Broken industry in the country. You look at any other country. I mean, there's no advertisements for there's no there's no advertisements for drugs. You know. And it's actually super interesting. And I believe that, you know, people definitely should... There should be a mix, you know, between mm-hmm. private health care and having access to free health care. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that it makes no sense that the United States is the biggest purchaser of drugs from these companies, yet they have no will and influence on the pricing power of these drug companies because... The United States believes that it would be, you know, interfering with the free market, which is true. But for something, you know, as humane and as important as healthcare, yeah. I think, you know, exceptions can be made. Um, I, yeah. I have another hypothetical. Right Let's say this is really specific, but right. I don't know if this is plausible. I don't, I'm not claiming it's plausible. But would you, as just an average citizen, be in favor of? Uh, in, in like, in, I think doubling spending into our public schools. Um, but as a result, well, let's say California. California doubled its spending into public schools. But as a result, um, everyone in the upper tax bracket gets their income tax, their state income tax raised 10, 
would you be in favor of that? It's kind of an extreme. I know it's an extreme. It's not. I'm not saying it's plausible. It's I'm a very just saying extreme as a very like, as a hypothetical. You know, it's a very good hypothetical. Um, I don't even. You know, personally, like, I obviously am not. You know, me personally, not at you know the top of my uh, the, like the top you know one percent of wealth like, but I know like my family's in a very fortunate place. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd say, like, personally, I don't know how to actually approach that question. I don't, with yeah. Me not yeah. being able, me not knowing, like, a grasp of, you know, my own money. Me not having an income. So. Exactly. Yeah, be, I agree. It'd be very interesting. And I think that's a very tough question for someone like me that's to a answer. Better, that's a better question to come back to you in 10 years. I'd, say, I'd say that's a good Yeah, and also, take right the there. LA public system needs some work right now. Yeah. Public school. LAUSD needs some work. Right. So it's, it's, there's a lot of factors. There's definitely yeah. a lot of factors. There's like, a lot of answers the question. But and there's a lot of, okay. I mean, I think in general, there's just a lot of, like, speculation over the way, um, you know the government can spend taxpayer money and how much and how much they're taking and how much they're putting into these infrastructure projects but i think it's more important not how i think it's less important honestly how much they're taking from you obviously like i'm very much so in favor of lower taxes mm-hmm. and i think i will be for the okay. rest of the time but i, I think you're when you're voting um, you're more voting on the issues that they would spend the tax money, taxpayer money on, and you're oh. more like, you're okay. looking at what I mean. You're going to be taxed either way. You'd rather have it be for a, a view and a use you believe in, rather than yeah. You and know. you know it's going to happen. You know something exactly. that you're voting on is going to happen. Is right. that what you're trying to say? I'm saying like, like I'm saying like you want to know where your tax you want to know where your going? dollars are going. I mean, because you're going to be taxed either way. Everyone likes to think that it's going to roads and schools, and but it's in stuff reality, like that. politics are corrupt. I so think like, a lot of it's going to that, but there's Damn. probably a what? Yeah. A, that's that's a big statement, Jonah. Right. No, I'm saying like, I don't disagree, but it's a big statement. I I mean I think like a lot of there's a lot of there's a big lack of transparency in how your dollars are actually being spent as a taxpayer versus, okay. you know, versus what you believe exactly. And input. if that, I, I believe that is conspiracy theories. What? No conspiracies here. <laughs> no conspiracies. For the record, here. Jonah is not a conspiracy theorist. Jonah, where not were you January sixth, twenty twenty one? Oh my god, man. <laughs> <laughs> Greenberg, Greenberg I, has I, gone off I the worry, rails. I worry more about where you were. We'll, we'll put it that way. <laughs> All right, uh, let's. Let's um. Let's get let's more into a national level. Yeah. Let's let's reel it back, Greenberg. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Let's reel it back here. We're gonna talk about. Are you gonna be able to vote in the twenty twenty four election? Unfortunately, I won't be able. You to will vote. not be. Okay. So let's so, say. Jack, are you? Yeah, you. Will. I am not. What? My birthday is December of twenty twenty four. None of us will then. If you were in November, let's say, though, you'd be able to. Because I think it's the whole month. Oh. If you're born the whole month of November, uh, you'd be able to. You sure. I think, I, I, think, like I think none of us. We're going to need to fact check that one. I don't think any of us That's a shame. So, Not Jonah, true. if you were able to vote... 2026 uh, midterm. Sorry. If you were able to vote in the 2024 election, let's say you turned 18 in June right. that year, um, you would register as a conservative, right? As a Republican. Definitely. Would you, who would you place your vote to in... The, the general election? The general election. 
in the general election. So... In, in the general election, I think there's not... There's a whole ton of noise about a lot of different candidates at the moment. Yeah. I but... Mean, yeah. Go on. I think, honestly... I just want to vote for someone who's, you know, really not a huge fan of not of partisan politics. I, I mm. want to vote for someone who's nonpartisan, who can unite the two parties, because in reality, that's what we need right now. Mm -hmm. um, I want someone openly against partisan politics. I want mm. someone that's going to, um, you know, work with good intentions, you know, not as a power grab and, you know, not as a charade, but rather, you know, with the right intentions. And I think someone young is also say. something necessary. Yeah. Youthful. Um, you, one might say. We might want a youthful. A, we might want a youthful take in office, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think, you know, I don't know a whole lot about his views, but I think Vivek Ramaswamy is definitely someone I've been following a little bit more closely as of late. He is openly against, you know, partisan politics, yeah, and he's 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 young. He has great great energy. He's a really really smart guy, yeah. and I think he could bring a lot of good to this country. Do you know that he wants to lower, obviously, starting with you. But do you know that he wants to raise the voting age to I think. I, I saw Let's get our facts checked first. I saw 25. I could be two years. Here, Keep fact check that right here. Fact, and we'll then fact check we'll, that. we'll come back to that. I'll ask Jonah. So, Jonah, if you were presented with the choice of two candidates right. for the Republican nomination, those two candidates were Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, who do you think 2024 Jonah Schweitzer would put his vote to? I I think that's a really good question and honestly with you know all that's happened with Trump in the past I think actually Trump had some really great policies before 2020 when yeah. you know okay. the when you know COVID hit everything kind of hit the fan and he really went off the rails and I think that and I believe that the January 6th riots were, you know, a good uh, representation of what happened. And I think I would simply pick DeSantis because, you know, he's a younger guy. Yeah. And I think he brings a little bit of new life to a political scene that's been, you know, really surrounded by two guys for the past, like, you know, six years. I mean, obviously there was, you know, talks about Biden for, you know leading up to the general election in 20, 2020. Trump has been on, you know, in the mix of politics, would be for around 12 years if it, yeah. if he were to be elected. And I just think we need someone new in office. I like right. that youthful take right there. Right, but I so do not know... Very anti-Biden, though. Biden... He, Obviously, he's not conservative, so we don't need here's, to start Here's there. my take on Biden. I think Biden is first of all i think he's i think he's very you know i with no with not an offense this is just a very like honest take i think he's on like he, I, he's old to be in office you know i yeah. think he's i think everyone 
I think everyone... Bipartisan can agree with that. Yeah, I think he's old to be in office, and I don't think he is apt for the role of president at the moment. I don't think, like, like health-wise, I don't think, you know, with his, um, you know, ongoing dementia, thank God it's not severe, but, yeah. you know... Bro, on, like, with... I, I think we're, we're going to not... pause for a quick fact check. Um, I don't think Biden has been diagnosed with dementia. I think that's, I, I think be... I think there's some let's call it old age old age some <laughs> s- co- maybe slower cognitive abilities as with anyone who ages yeah I think dementia I think dementia is a I think that's a but I think I don't think we should use that term until it is that. proven that he's been diagnosed or if someone gets diagnosed with dementia because it's actually like Good a way to put it. a mental illness at some level yeah I do understand but that. I agree that and I think that I agree that with his age around yeah. in mainstream yeah. media for you know, X amount of years since he's been in office, but I think, you know, he's just cognitively, like, I think he's a little bit too slow to be in office right now. And I'm just looking at it from, like, a real human's perspective, rather, you Yeah, know, no, totally. Like, yeah. both sides of the political spectrum, I think you can definitely make that assumption. Hmm. All right. Um, um, we're going to go back to our, wait, I'm going to uh, go back okay. to our, to my then, fact check statement and then we'll wrap about this kind of irrelevant but about Vavek Vavek is his name? Yeah, Vavek. Vavek. Ramaswani. Ramaswani. Um, this kind of goes against it's an awesome our name. I know. Go- I like his name. <laughs> that goes kind of goes his policy kind of goes against um what we've been talking about of needing youth because he wants to raise the voting age in a speech. He said to twenty five unless you pass a test or you a or are currently serving in the United States military. Which is interesting. Interesting. I didn't know Anti-youth. That. Right. Vavek. It's very, it's, that's actually very interesting. 25. That's extreme. Um, that's pretty extreme. But most people, a little old. 20, 25 is definitely old. I think, that is, two... I think that is clearly partisan trying to rule because as it's pretty clear that the majority of people 18 to 24 in this country are tend, tend to be liberal. Yeah. So I think that is... Giving a conservative upper hand, but that's super interesting. Yeah, you can't have everything, and that might be a conclusion. Me jumping yeah. to conclusions, but I don't yeah, know. I think that's actually very interesting. I didn't know that, but I do think you are jumping to conclusions a little bit fast. I think potentially his, you know, potentially his motive there is that you know. Maybe he needs to rile up a base to get him to vote for him. Yeah, that's, that's, right. yeah. You know, that, that, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Part, Great that's point. definitely part of it. And I think there's also an aspect of, like, you know, people at 18, you don't know how... Like, a vote is very powerful. The power of one vote is very powerful. And, you know, people at 18, there's, you know, people who are less educated and informed in these fields than we are. Um, and that, you know, have a lot of responsibility with that vote and, you know, may not know what to do with it. So, like, there's there's an aspect of that to where, like, you know, post-college, mm-hmm. post-education, like, he may feel that that's the correct time and, you know, an apt time for them to be able to vote. Do I agree with that? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, um, I'd say I don't really agree with that, actually. Yeah. But I do you know, understand where a point like that could be coming from. Yeah, and yeah. we just never know why he would say that, because I, there's a bunch of stuff. That I like your take, though, sense. that it could just be a a bit of a buzz statement to try to rile up yeah. a base. Yeah. If Republicans see that, they can get excited. 
And, and the likelihood of that being that passed, was, uh, yeah, yeah. Very it's very low. low but it, it's it gets it's people riled up. Low. Maybe gain some support. All right, All right we're gonna last look, political question. Last political question. Um, you can ask this, Jack. You Go would like it. me to ask this one? Oh wait, it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyone Jonah, know? as a youthful take person yourself, hmm? another way of saying a young person, a young man, a young gentleman, a person of youthful take. Ooh. Like that one. What that issues sense. matter most to you? What issues matter most to me? Gosh. As a youth. Uh, as as a youth. As a young one. Member of the youth. Youngin. It's a very good question. Um. I think. I think honestly, my honest take right now. You know, I live. We we all are lucky to live. You know, very fortunate lives, and I think that, to be honest. None of the issues that I've seen... Once again, I'm not crazy versed in these social issues. But none of the major social issues that I've, you know, crossed paths with are really going to affect me right now until my adulthood. So, you know, I'm not super concerned with a lot of the social issues and the way they verse. Like, I'm just simply not educated and informed enough and developed enough to where I think these things will really have an impact on me, you know, no matter the way they're ruled. That's fair. There's the useful take for you. All right, we're going to that's, that's segue to the lightning round, so, which you, we like to call because it's a cool name for it. Terrible name. All right, dude. Um, three quick questions, just no, no politics. Casual, no politics, Casual. yeah. Sounds good. Uh, what's your favorite sports teams? My favorite sports teams. Any sport, um, anything, doesn't matter. USC Trojans okay. football. Um, that is easily my favorite sports team out there. Also a big Detroit Lions fan. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. You know my hot take. Jared Goff is a dark horse to win NFL MVP. That's a very great take. That's not serious. That's a serious take right I there. I love that take. Um, the LA Kings, been a big hockey fan. And yep, the Dodgers. Baby. Yep, go blue. Go nice. Blue. Jonah, what's your favorite subject in school? Favorite subject in school? As a youth. That it has to be math. But really? That, that'd definitely have to be math. Um, what type of math? He's into economics. Makes sense. Maybe statistics. Econ school. I haven't. I've yet to take statistics. Um, calculus is really cool. Calculus. I really like calc. Fair. Um, lastly, final question of the day: What's one fun thing you've done this summer, Jonah? One fun thing I've Anything. done this summer. Um, we traveled to Europe earlier in the summer. Um, we went to London, Paris, and a couple different parts of Portugal. Nice. And it was super awesome. Got to see a lot of cool different places, do a bunch of different activities, and really love Europe. Jonah, thank you for coming on the podcast. Gentlemen, I really we appreciate it. It's a great it. talk it's today. It's important to have these conversations. Even if Guys, someone disagrees with you politically. Yeah, listen, anyone listening, it's important to talk to someone of a different belief than you and not Even get a into like Jonah. a heated argument. Teaches you respect and morals. 100%. And how to comprehend and understand a different viewpoint. Thank you, We'll Jack. see you at the game show. favorite part of the podcast game show time as a reminder sam greenberg i sam greenberg am up 
three to one. No, four to one. Three to one. Three to one because of our double or nothing. The double points. Um, exactly. Would you like to go first? Sure. I can you have the honors. Um, Jack had a little preview of this question, but I did get a preview. We're the first. I did. Four. It's the president one. We're the first four presidents of the United States of America. Okay. George Washington. Wrong. John Adams. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Not John Quincy Adams. James Madison. Is that actually correct? Yeah. Hey. John Quincy Adams shout. He's six. I thought he was fifth. Who was five? James Monroe. Yeah, I don't even know that. Monroeville. Oh, Monroeville. Monroeville, where's that? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it, it was Monrovia. Like Monrovia, same thing. Okay. Okay, that's, my turn. So you, you, that's, that's correct. Okay. These award-winning authors wrote the book Stamped that we read in eighth grade. I will oh. take one of them. Oh, bro, what is this question? It's a great question. They're famous. They're activists. I don't know. Political I know. figures. Oh, okay. Give me one. Sorry. I was picking my, my toenails. Sorry. I, I don't know. I was I, looking for I'm thinking either... Oh, are you thinking? I'm thinking, you but I don't know his name. I, I, know, like, I know who it is, but I don't know his name. He has a profound middle name. I know, like... With one letter. I know, there's letters. M? And then the other Isn't one... Isn't it M? Isn't it just M? No, that's my middle name. Your middle just name is just M? M? Yep. Really? Yep. Like Donald J. Just Trump. Just E something? No. Hold if on. I give... I'll give you... It's just X in the middle. Malcolm X. Kidding. Close. Um, I don't know. Okay, I was looking for either Jason Reynolds or Ibram X. Kendi. Yeah, Ibram. That was a you know thing. him. That yeah. was a thing, yeah. What okay. a joke of a question. What do you mean? I'm going to appeal okay, that next question. to the judge. Okay. I'm going to appeal that. <laughs> to Stan. To Stan. Um, your next question is, just name me any three British prime ministers. Tony Blair, Churchill. Oh, yes. It's way too easy. Five. Rish- Rishi Sunak. No, because, because that bullshit. Sorry. Whoa. Because of that, because of that question you just asked me, I'm up to five. So you have Winston Churchill, Tony Blair. You have the current guy. Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Two more. Give me. Um. Oh, what's her name? She she was there for like I know. a month. I'm taking it for. I know her name. Take, I don't know her name. Think of it right now. What do I know? Why don't I know her name? All right, hold on. Institute a shot clock. Institute a shot clock. Give me 30 20, seconds. 30 seconds. 19. Give me 30 seconds. No. Okay, just go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, just two more. Any. Two. There was the guy that did appeasement. Yeah. I forgot his name. I know his name. I forgot his name. So, I know that he did appeasement. His last name is the same name as a fam- same last name as a famous basketball player. Like, how famous? Like really famous. Top five all time. Like top ten all time. I this is, you're not gonna get it, bro. It doesn't count. Okay, I got three though. I'll take three. No. Who was who was the girl that I was thinking about? Liz Truss. Neville, Liz Truss. Neville Chamberlain. Neville Chamberlain. Neville Chamberlain. Oh my God. There's also um, Boris Johnson. I didn't say Boris. Oh, who'd you say? You said Tony Blair. Churchill. Oh, I said Blair, Churchill, and Sunak. Yeah, I said you can Boris. say Boris. For, all right, that's on you. No, that's on me. All right, okay. one, one, oh, two. Oh, I got one. 
One to one still. Buddy. It's one to one? Yeah. How's it one to one? Because we both got one. You didn't answer mine correctly. Yeah, I did. The one about stamped? Oh. Okay. It's one zero. It's one zero. All right, my bad. Okay. This one's kind of a fun, fun fact. Right. <laughs> what is the name? He's made headlines, big headlines recently, of Joe Biden's dog that was infamous for biting people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's like something in the army. General. That's actually close. Lieutenant. No. I'll give you one more guess. Commander. Oh, this is other dog. It was Major. Major. I could have got there. You could have got that. Um, Commander well, what is, that is his other dog. All right. You're not getting this. What continent is Cyprus in? Europe. Fuck. Bro, I've been to Cyprus. Really? No, that's a lie. <laughs> Have you won then? Is that it? No, I did win. Can okay. I ask the last one yeah. for, for S's and G's? This is, the, this is a terrible one. Who was the president after Gerald Ford? Jimmy Carter. Yeah. What a joke! <laughs> what a joke. All right, well, it's 3 2. 3 2. I'm Bye crawling guys. back. All right, um, that was episode four. Correct. Four. Um, good take. Yeah, good take. That was that, a useful that take. That was a useful take. Signing off. Thank you for listening.